0: This was the first serious quarrel since we had begun filming. Should I say we? As I was living in the house and extremely curious about everything connected with the film, they let me hang around while they worked, and even gave me a job. As an historian, I kept an eye on detail and did not allow the filmmakers to stray too far from the period of Louis-Philippe and his Paris, or at least no farther than artistic license and necessity allowed. I had foreseen a quarrel. I was not seventy-two years old for nothing, and I knew Magnus Eisengrim very well. I thought I was beginning to know a little about the great director Jurgen Lind, too. The project was to make an hour-long film for television about the great French illusionist Jean-Eugène Robert Houdin, who died in 1871. It was not simply to mark this centenary. As Lind had said, it would doubtless make the rounds of world television for years. The title was an Hommage à Robert Houdin, easily translatable, and its form was simple. The first twelve minutes were taken up with the story of his early life, as he told it in his Confidence d'un prestidigitateur, and for this actors had been employed. The remainder of the hour was to be an historical reproduction of one of Robert Houdin's Soiree Fantastique, as he gave it in his own theater in the Palais Royal. And to play the part of the great conjurer, the filmmakers and the British Broadcasting Corporation had engaged, at a substantial fee, the greatest of living conjurers, my old friend, Magnus Eisengrim. If they had filmed it in a studio, I do not suppose I should have been involved at all. But the reproduction of Robert Houdin's performance demanded so much magical apparatus, including several splendid automata, which Eisengrim had made particularly for it, that it was decided to shoot this part of the picture in Switzerland, at Zorgenfrei, where Eisengrim's stage equipment was stored in a large, disused riding school on the estate. It was not a difficult matter for the scene designers and artificers to fit Robert Houdin's tiny theater, which had never seated more than two hundred spectators, into the space that was available. This may have been a bad idea, for it mixed professional and domestic matters in a way that could certainly cause trouble. Eisengrim lived at Zorgenfry as permanent guest and, in a special sense, the lover of its owner and mistress, Dr. Lieselotta Negali. I also had retired to Zorgenfry after I had my heart attack, and dwelt there very happily as the permanent guest and, in a special sense, the lover of the same Dr. Lieselotta, known to us both as Liesel.